What's going on, cabrona, cabronas? This is the Small Town Noise Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Small Town Noise, don't bother me. You're stuck behind the county line, and I'm free. All the things you say, they don't cause me pain. I'm all out of range. But that small town noise, that small town noise. Welcome back to another episode of Small Town Noise, guys. I know it's been a while. We had a rough couple of weeks. You know, laying my friend to rest. One of my best friends ever, A.B. Lara. Rest in peace, A.B. 3, man. Um, we're going to have a episode kind of going over that. I haven't decided if I'm going to let it out. It's kind of just, this is my way to vent, and that was one of the best ways I could vent and just try to help myself understand it all, understand what everything that's been going on lately. The day before we bury A.B., we, I lose another close family friend, Chris Borrego, rest in peace to Chris. He was fighting COVID for quite a while. Um, I buried my cousin Daniel not too long ago, Daniel Martinez. The tattoos, y'all might know him. I have all the tattoos on my body are from him, by him. You know, it's been a rough couple of weeks, and I had to take a mental break, kind of step back from it all. I know things keep on popping up, and I keep on stop stopping the output of episodes and stuff, but... Like I said, I do this for a mental break. I do this for fun. So sometimes if I take a couple of weeks off, my bad. I do what I can. I'm going to I'm gonna be putting these episodes out very often like I always planned on and always wanted to. But like I said, maybe um, if I feel it appropriate, um, I'm going to put out that AB3 episode. So be on the lookout for that. As for today, though, a few weeks ago, we had um, some intruders in our town, some would say. I would say they're pastor buyers, uh, visitors. I don't know what their initial intentions were. However, they ended up flipping the town upside down on its head after trying to, um, I guess, run some kind of audit that they that they said they were running. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. They had an encounter with our police department. They recorded all of this and put it on their YouTube channel. It has up to like 20,000 views right now, I believe hundreds and hundreds of comments and i just thought this was something worth looking into some of the town thought it was very um an aggressive approach uh they like i say they they felt as they were intruders they felt that they handled the situation incorrectly some thought that the police handled the situation incorrectly that i I think it's like split down the middle almost i think some people thought it was just funny you know, younger people, some people thought like, oh, that's how funny that that happened in Arizona. Others think like, I mean, everyone calls it Crooked County for a reason, right? Some people honestly believe that our justice system in the town is very corrupt, very mismanaged, not well ran. And this is, um, this video that they took was evidence of that. So they think it was very justified and that people in Arizona don't, People in Arizona Police Department don't know what's going on exactly or don't have a very strong grasp on the concept of, you know, serving the people or such things as that. And I'm never going to get super political on this. So I I don't want you to take this as uh, my overall thoughts on things that are going on, you know, around the world. Black Lives Matter stuff, the uh, 
social injustice, the cops continuously murdering of innocent people. I don't have any exact stand on that here on the podcast. I don't. As a human being, yes, I do, but I tend to hold those close to me. I'm not here to argue with anybody. I just have my beliefs, and that's what it is. And that's what they'll always continue to be, no matter how much you yell or facts you throw at me. I'm going to feel the way I feel about certain situations. I choose not to share those thoughts and things, not because I'm scared of being wrong or of sh- of sharing my opinion. As a lot of y'all know, I'm very opinionated. It's just how I tend to live my life and go out through this world. None of that's going to matter. I'm not going to sit here and argue with my aunt or uncle or brother or sister over these things and that affect our relationship. If anything, the past few weeks have taught me we have to appreciate the time we have with each other and, you know, not take any of this for granted and not worry about the things that don't affect us immediately. I know everyone has their thoughts on that, that government does affect you immediately, affects your family, and it does to a certain extent, but I'm not going to let that in my mind or in my household. And like I said, it's just the way I feel about it. I say that to lead up to this. I reached out and got a hold of these guys that passed through Arizona, Texas. It took a while for them to get back to me, which is why this episode is coming out so late. However, Mr. Andrew has agreed to call in and talk to me. My intentions are to see where he's coming from, why he chose Ozona, how that came about. Is this something he normally does? Was this just a random act or just exactly what it is? I know he has a following. He's part of this organization. I'm going to try to find out as much as I can about it. I don't want to argue with the guy. He sounded very uh, well-spoken over the phone when I initially reached out to him and we talked. I'm going to let him say what he needs to say. I'm going to say what I want to say. How I felt maybe the people of Ozona felt about the situation. I'm going to try to get that established to him. I want to be that voice. And I'm like I said, I'm not here to argue with anybody. If it gets too crazy, we might have to take a break. We might have to just scrap the whole episode or I'll let y'all listen to us argue. But I want to hear him talk. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to see if maybe... The Ozona situation was just a, you know, a one-off. Maybe most of his visits or audits go smoothly, and this was just a bad timed one. This was, um, or maybe you know, the facts are the facts, and the police handled it incorrectly. The town handled it incorrectly, or thought, think of them as an enemy when that's not what he is at all. Or we're gonna find out that maybe he did have bad intentions going in, but I'm not sure. He sounds like a great guy. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I just want to dig into this a little deeper and see where we stand after it all. Hopefully, we have a great conversation. Hopefully, y'all enjoy listening to it, and maybe this answers some of y'all's questions y'all had. So, without further ado, I bring to you Mr. Andrew Morgan. Hey, Andrew, how's it going? Hey, I'm blessed and highly favored. No matter what the storm is blowing, yourself. Yes, sir. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad that we finally got to do this. I know it's been a little hiccups on both of our sides, but we finally finally got it set up and we're getting it done. Let's do it. Yes, sir. So I guess you want to go ahead and just uh, mention what organization you're with or is that your Facebook, how to, what you're part of, how I reached out to you? Well, I'm, I'm Political Trans Tribune channel on YouTube. Um, 
there's a there's a plan for that but as far as an organization there's no organization it's uh it's just me okay awesome um so tell me a little bit about yourself how uh where are you originally from you you here in texas or were you passing through at the time or I am. Uh, as I'm, you know, doing different things, working odd jobs and stuff, people ask me if I'm local and I tell them, yes, I'm, I'm local. I, I'm from Texas. I don't I don't go, you know, away from being local. I stay in Texas. Well, that's good. Um, so I guess the, what brought my uh, focus on you was a YouTube video that surfaced around my Facebook followers and stuff like that. And it seemed to get quite a bit of attention. Um. I just thought, hey, I'm going to reach out to this guy, see see what he's, um, kind of just figure out what you're about. I know the video shows um, different interactions from different people's point of view. Some people thought it went well. Some people thought you did a great job. Some people think you approached it maybe too aggressively or at some point it flipped to what, it, to what people didn't like. And I just figured I'd reach out. And when I talked to you, you sounded really grounded. So I just wanted to say maybe we could have a conversation about what went down, what typically happens in scenarios like that with you and just see what you're what you have to say about it sure absolutely yeah i know which video you're talking about yeah so <laughs> i was on the texas yeah so yeah, they're it's tough. A, yeah it's a small west texas town i don't know are you from uh what part of texas west east or well i'm 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 from around the uh the houston austin area so okay no, there's there's the the five regions that have trees is where I where I hang. <laughs> there you go. Well, so what got you into this? Uh, so refresh my memory. Uh, what kind of audit was this? I I I as I know that's what it started out as, correct? Yes, it it was uh, specifically a surprise First Amendment audit. Uh, it's a United States thing. It's not a Texas thing. Um, it's it's not a. Uh, a, a law enforcement thing. It's, it's not a, um, anything other than a bill of rights thing. And so, um, what I do like many others, like me, uh, we go out into the public with a camera and record anything and everything that we can see from public view, uh, which is a, by the way, a blood bought constitutionally protected activity. Uh, by the First Amendment, which is the not only the right freedom of expression and speech, but freedom of press. And a lot of people think that press means strictly like printing press, but press has more definitions than printing. Uh, because in that same uh, context, we have the right to uh, petition redress grievances with our limited government uh, press can also and we use our we the people authority to also use the word um, to push a little bit and to squeeze so to speak so like in press you press grapes and you get grape juice well we press a little bit of our public servants and we expect constitutionality juice and, come out. You think less than that? Yeah. So I'm saying like that. So you're going towards uh, an accountability factor, right? You're holding them accountable for whatever it may be. Maybe it is a good job. Maybe it's a bad job. But you're trying to see what it, how they come out. What you're trying right. to figure I'm not out. trying to. I'm not trying to elicit reactions. I'm simply wanting my First Amendment, uh, blood bought, 
constitutionally protected activity to be honored. Um, just like I would honor anybody else's uh, constitutionally protected activity to say enter my place of business, no matter what skin color they are or what religion they have. Right, right. It's so different. How, it's actually um, exactly the same thing. This seems very uh, like I don't know. I just don't think anybody is comes across of it and thinks like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do these random audits. I feel like there had to be some kind of experience maybe in your life that happened to you or. How did you learn about these audits? How what, how many do you have under your belt? What kind of got you into this? Because I feel like that's not something that someone just comes across and takes up as a hobby or as a job or whatever you look at as it as. Right, right. Well, um, you know, all my life, I've like I don't know if you've ever watched the movie The Matrix. Yes, sir. But uh, where where it's asked of Neo, you know, like. You know, all your life, you know, there's if you, you ever really, you know, thought that there's really something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on it, like a splinter in your mind. Well, I had, I've kind of had that um, um, surreal feeling most of my life that something's not quite right. I mean, like my my religious mentors, you know, would teach me uh, and tell me one thing, but then I would see their actions being something else. And then whenever I try to exercise my creativity, you know, I'm stuffed back into the box. Gotcha. So, you know, and then, uh, you know, I had to be. It's a red um, pill, blue pill situation, huh? You want to continue kinda, living kinda, in the matrix or you want to explore out of it? Well, I mean, you know, it's just, it was just something there. It was like, something's not right. And I couldn't quite figure it out. And then uh, later on in life, uh, well, actually, you know, whenever I, uh, whenever I turned uh, 16 and, and started driving, um, I noticed that I had uh, a natural innate uh, uh, ability and presence about myself where whenever I was doing something wrong that I, that I knew that I wasn't supposed to be doing, whether that was right or wrong or not, uh, for instance, like speeding, and I would get stopped by a police officer. I would be yes, sir, and no, sir, and I would take my medicine. Mm -hmm. But any time that I was ever stopped, whenever I knew that there was no reason for me to be stopped. One particular time uh, that I'm, you know, remember, um, I was stopped. I was driving through a part of town that I wouldn't normally drive through, yes, and 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 I and and I had this, I had this feeling inside that whenever I was being stopped, that I was being stopped because of profiling, racial profiling. Um, you know, I was Caucasian going through an African American area of town, and they and whenever I got, think it's not right or out of the norm. Right, it wasn't out. Of the, it was it was way out of the norm, and and I had already checked my vehicle. You know, before it, I just so happened to have checked my vehicle before I took off to make sure everything was right. I already knew my blinkers were working, my brake lights were working, my tags were fine, my, you know, everything was fine. Yes, sir. And so I got stopped, and so whenever I got out. I, I somehow, I just, I, I got out. This is back whenever you get out of the vehicle, you know, meet the cop halfway back. Oh, yeah. So I got back and I said, uh, Hey, what's the reason that you stopped me? And he said, uh, 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 he stuttered and stammered and he's trying to think of something. And I went, Oh yeah, that's kind of, I kind of thought that have a good day. And I went and got back in my car and drove off and left him standing there. And was that the end of that encounter? There was no, he didn't follow up or follow you. He no, just, no, 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 that was it. That was it. And then, you know, months and weeks later, you know, I would see that same cop around town and everything. No problem. You know, matter of fact, I'd even talk to that cop 
later on, you did, know. Did you ever get a, a end story for that? Did he, uh, maybe he was just, no. I mean, he, no. even though he you knew seen him I, later on, he just, he probably just always thought fine. you had him, you had him after that, huh? It was fine. He, you know, he was fine. He, he recognized my authority. And do you think it's that's obvious. where the, that's where some of this comes from? You think some of those, um, maybe some police are willing to flex that authority until being called on it? Or is that where, I mean, that's, is that kind of where you're coming to step in on that? I, I don't know. I know what I see. And it seems to me that in our society for somehow through fiat and precedent, not only our limited government from the water bill taker, you know, the, the tax taxes and water, whether if it's the city water department or whatever, uh -huh. you know, you know, city or, you know, go, local government with a water bill taker all the way to the to the sheriff's deputy or the, even the sheriff or even even maybe, you know, senators and congressmen. It seems like our society has gotten this idea of both the limited government and, you know, some of the people or most of the most of the population that our limited government is our authority. I even hear it. I even hear that verbiage, you know, we're going to call the authorities, right? Yeah. Well, and, and then, you know, and you, you asked the question, what got me into this? Um, it, it's kind of a lifelong thing, really. And it's not one certain instance, like where I was wronged or something. It's not like that. Yeah. So it, you're not coming out of a place of vengeance or anything. You're just, no, no, I'm coming from a place of this great country, uh, and and you know I couldn't. I tried to study in in high school I, in with history. I had a hard time studying because I had some you know things that 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 baggage I was carrying with me. You know yes, some abuse from wherever I was little and stuff, and 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 just attention. And in history, I tried really hard. American history in ninth grade, and. And I couldn't do it. I mean, I couldn't remember all of those facts and figures, but I didn't know at the time that they were teaching me, you know, chronological memory lessons. Today, I know the difference. And today I study history and I, and I, and I know history. And so I was able to actually study the history of the world in our, in our country, you know, the way that I learn and not through chronological fact memory, you know, processes and what i learned is is that uh in this united states of america we have something that's very special and unique in the timeline of the history of the whole world and, and right. no one's ever I, been where we're at right now it's it's, exactly. it's just it's never going to be the old like it was and it's never going to be the same after that's correct but we do have other societies in history that were constitutional republics for instance rome Rome used to be a beautiful place. Rome was the place to be. A Roman citizen, you know, was the thing to be. I mean, any Roman citizen was treated like a king on the street right, by right. any a, a Roman soldier walked by a Roman citizen and just about bowed down to the Roman citizen because the Roman citizen was all of that in a bag of chips. Okay? Until the legislatures, however you call them in the day in that republic that learned that they could vote themselves money and power and position and then that constitutional republic slipped into a democracy it chaps my hide today whenever i hear nearly everybody refer to the united states as a democracy and our our form of government is everything but a democracy it's a constitutional republic and and so through fiat and precedent and you know, through different 
uh, people getting themselves in positions of power and enacting different things that sound good, using neurolinguistics to come up with different programs that sound good, like the Patriot Act. That's one of the most that's one of the most terrible acts that's ever been perpetrated. Is it, is it um, just from like, is it maybe the least patriotic act you could think of? Like, are they just do these names? Is it kind of like work how nowadays you see headlines, right? No one's going to read the article, but if you have a, a catchy headline or something nice with it, they go with it. Is that kind of exactly. how these bills or these things are written out? Like Patriot Act, who's going to go against a Patriot Act? Who's going to vote against that, right. even though it involves all kinds of wrongful things that are infringing on your rights or something such as that? Exactly. So what we've ended up with is a police state and policing for profit. Now, I've known you know, the difference between working for hire and, and making a living and profit. For instance, you have corporations that are for-profit corporations, and then you have corporations that are non-profit, but the non-profit workers get paid, and they get, in a lot of cases, get paid very well. You know, you would think that a non-profit would mean they don't make any money, right? I mean, they, they it get says it in the name, right? <laughs> so, right. But, but, but then actually, I do wonder that. So, I mean, I've thought I've had that thought in my head, like, well, if it's a non-profit, how, you know, is it really just these people giving their time? How are they living? How are they having these organizations like that, you know? Right. But it's not that way. I mean, you know, to, to be wise and understand what's really going on and there's nothing wrong with it. The 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 designation of for profit or not for profit, you know, is a big deal. And people can have a nonprofit and and earn their living. A, a, the Bible says that a laborer is worthy of his hire or her hire. OK, so if a nonprofit does something so valuable for the community that the CEO could earn, you know, one hundred thousand dollars a year. There's some out there that are just outrageous. For instance, like the Red Cross, uh, not the, you know, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Salvation Army. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the CEO of that corporation, oh my gosh. Okay. But there's corporations out here. Submergence Purse is a really good one. But that, you know, the, 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 the people that do the work deserve to get paid. They do so much good. Okay. Then you have the ones that, make gaudy amounts they just don't do all that much good but that looks like they do right uh, so so all of that said we have we have a society that's under a a, a false narrative and I, and you know uh keanu reeves uh the actor the main actor in the matrix yes, he had made a statement that the matrix is a is actually a documentary it's a it's an allegory it's a it's a metaphor for what What's really, really is going on yeah that's that's a oh. very nice. I've never seen. I mean, I've I'm a big fan of Keanu myself. I, the Matrix is great. I need to look that up and check that out, man, because that sounds like something. Definitely, he would be on the lines of saying, and that it's just it makes you think different about when you after you watch that that movie. Yeah, and I so, see, so I was about to ask. So with the when you're talking about Rome and things like that, right? So there's, um, what do you what is this called? A republic of our? It's not a. We uh, are democracy. a constitutional republic. We are not a democracy. So in the history now, a- of constitutional republics, such as Rome and stuff like that, has there has it always failed? Has it always turned into this? Or, Every- or after Rome, was that the first one? And they see the blueprint, and ever since then it's been, this is these are the steps to get that. Every society that has ever been a republic has slipped into democracy, then oligarchy, 
in what looks like dictatorship, although there's never really, there's never actually anything, you, every country, every society, every government you ever see that's called a dictatorship is not actually a dictatorship. It's always an oligarchy. The, the dictator always has his panel of czars. It's always a handful of people, not a particular person. I got you. Okay, so okay. yeah, so I mean, it's not, so you think, um, I'm not a history buff at all, but you, I'm going back to like founding father stuff, right? They, they create this. Do you think their end goal is that they know it's going to eventually build up to something where like it's going to fail? They don't, did you, what did you have? Do you think they had the right the right things in mind? No, they didn't. They didn't think that it was going to fail. They knew based on history because they were experts of studying history that it would fail if they didn't come up with checks and balances in their in their republic. So that part of it is what it was supposed to keep us true to. It was it was a prevention of these repeatedly failed republics. Like maybe it, the republics were all what we're what we're trying to make, but we're also going to insert these rights to checks and balance these checks and balances to prevent it from failing the way it's always failed in history. Right, uh, uh, so protecting the individual and that individual's God-given unalienable rights. It's not it's not that the Constitution gives us our rights. It's we the people, even then, okay, and, and even now, okay, because we, we hold dear to that document, even though it wasn't us physically that wrote it. We're still we the people, all right? Yes, sir. We, that's, that document is we the people telling the government where they can and they can't, when to go and when to get off and when not to get on. So whenever I go out and I'm carrying a camera and and a public servant behind the desk says, you don't have the right to film me. You don't have my permission. Well, the answer to that is, is that I'm one of the we the people. I have a blood bought constitutionally protected activity. And if that's a right, you do not have a right. You're on the public. Dole, you're, you're on the public payroll. You, you've gone to work and agreed to serve the public. For, for hire, you no longer have rights. You have limitations. So where I have a First Amendment right, our public servant has a First Amendment limitation. Okay, so that's where my next question was following. When, um, I, Like I said, I didn't get to watch the entire video, but I assume you – so I think we got a good basis of where you're coming from. I think we should now move into the situation, right? And I think you transitioned smoothly enough for us to get into that right there. Where does someone that's a public worker, public servant, is it when they clock in for the government that their rights change? Not necessarily their rights, right? But like you said, like it's going from rights to limitations when you become a public servant. Okay, well, whenever whenever somebody hires on to a public position, okay, they're in the public domain. They're serving the public. They are not private. It's not a private company. It's not a private corporation. It's public. It, it's it's republic. It's it belongs to the people. It's the public thing. So if somebody wants to be private, then they need to go to work for a company like McDonald's. Because see, if I walk into McDonald's with a camera, and McDonald's says, "Hey, we don't want anybody filming in here. Would you please leave?" Then I've got to leave. But if I walk into the sheriff's department or the courthouse or the water department provided the water department is part of the city and not a private water department. Okay. Um, and I walk in and they say, Hey, you can't film in here. My answer to that is, is sure I can. I'm doing it right now. 
Right. And and okay, that does, and that's not at all infringing on that person's rights, that individual's rights. That's correct. Because like you said, they are a servant, public servant, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah. that so so yeah. so at that point, you're still exercising your right to do so. Right. And, right. and then they say, well, you know, it's rude. It's rude to film. Well, I don't see you know rude being a uh, you know against the law for one. Now it's nice to not be rude. Right. You know. It's not rude to be nice, but sometimes, you know, just think about the, the guys that went out on the battlefield in 1776. Do you think that was like rude? I mean, the queen said, give us your guns. And they said, no, that was kind of rude. Don't you think? Yeah. That they didn't just hand them over. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty rude. All right. <laughs> and then not only that, but they, they, they defended that rudeness with, with uh, loaded weapons and one. Okay, so whenever I go into a, a public place and they say, "Hey, you don't have you don't have my permission to film me," well, the the, the natural answer is is, well, I didn't have to ask because I don't have to have permission. Right. Why would I ask permission to exercise a blood bought constitutionally protected right? Now, Andrew, when you go in, I mean, the video I, I watched a good portion of the video. Is that your typical approach to these audits? I, I like I asked um. How many audits do you have under your belt? Maybe you'd say. Oh, I probably have. I probably have. I don't know. I've probably done a hundred. You, so you probably only see twenty. What I'm trying to get at is this probably isn't something new to you. You you're pretty. I mean, you've learned along the way. Maybe you've made some mistakes, but you're at this point you're pretty capable of of performing these audits in a rightful manner. Correct. I uh, know. I'm 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 uh, always needing to get better. Okay, okay. I consider I like that. myself I like that, so. on the bottom rung of 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 uh, expert ability to go out and and exert my constitution protected rights okay. i consider myself just barely even getting to know my rights okay and the reason i say that is is because one of the things i always tell people is is that you know i need everybody to know their rights you always hear somebody go oh, i know my rights like they're talking to a cop you right. see it all all kinds of people. i know my rights well, I always say, if anybody says, I know my rights, that means that they don't. Because anybody not. that knows their rights will be spending time exercising them rather than telling somebody that they know them. Right. And, and so I need to know my rights much, much better. Here's what I tell people. If you don't know your rights, you're nature-bound to trample on my rights because they're the same rights. I got you. I, yeah, I see that. That's kind of where I was getting at a little bit. Um. So, okay, so you find, is this, because I've had a lot of weird inboxes, like I'm getting DM'd and such, and I'm sure, I think when we spoke, you said many people from Ozona have reached out to you. Oh, yeah. And you've had, <laughs> you've had from the, the horrible death threats to the, thank you so much for doing this to, you know, all over the place. And this is the reaction I received from my, my messages, right? All over the place. People loved it. People thought it was horrible they they refer to y'all as intruders and stuff and uh, and i know you've gone around and done this all around texas correct so and, and, what is and a normal re uh, reception uh, of the town states in california included okay what is a normal reception that y'all usually receive i mean just out of curiosity like are there normal what it, the reception like how well does each town receive what y'all do i mean do y'all necessarily I, make a video out of each one or do most towns kind of have a split down the middle, like get out of here type stuff mentality or are some people no, cooperative? It's actually about a, it's actually about a 50, 50 ratio or maybe, maybe more like 50, 
uh, 60 ratio where 40, 40, I mean, 40, 60 ratio where 40 percent is uh, is uh, honoring the constitutionally protected activity. Uh, I, I have lots of good cop friends. I have uh, a couple of sheriffs and sheriff's deputies that that help support me in what I do. I've had there's two officers uh, from another state that funded uh, me and another auditor's trip to go for um, a week. Uh, auditing in their area to show up at one particular city council meeting and ask uh, some per pointed questions, uh, further exposing a corrupt police chief and the, the the mayor of that town, and they funded our trip to do that because they they were whistleblowers of the corruption and then got demonized and marginalized and and the the uh, the evidence getting swept under the rug even whenever the evidence was collected expertly and uh and and disseminated to all uh registered voters in in their county i won't say what all county that is no, it doesn't yeah, matter um, you can find it on my on my on my website on my uh, youtube channel if you search so hard when enough. you do conduct these audits and say there is is it at work as a fail pass type of deal or how is that is it just an improvement on what's missing out of this like how is there like an audit sheet y'all have or y'all that's out there in the world that people can grab and go do this or no, what, what standard what I, are you, are they held to? What, what, what the standard that I use is knowing who I am under the bill of rights. And I'm just learning that. So I don't have to know it all. Uh, a person that wants to go out and do what I do does not have to know it all. They have to be willing like the soldier on 1776 to take a bullet and 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 if you're willing to take a bullet unjustly and and you practice basic um basic humanity and walk knowing who you are and no, like in uh, in crockett county there in in uh the, the town we're talking about yes sir on their square it says and as soon as on that video we walk up and it was perfect because it embodies exactly what we were doing. It says, know you're right, then go ahead. And I said, that's exactly what we're doing. I know that I'm right in walking on public access anywhere in the United States. It doesn't matter if it's a big city or a, or a, or a, a blink and miss it little town or a community. As long as I'm on public access and I'm not committing a crime, I am right in holding a camera, recording whatever I can see from public. People used to do that all over the world whenever Kodak and Fuji were and, – and Polaroid were, you know, the, right. whenever the film was, was there. Everybody was taking photos and video of everything. Nobody stopped them. Right. There's all kinds of videos of people, but 9-11 happened, okay? Okay. And once 9-11 happened, the global oligarchs – that have infiltrated our country stepped in and did some things. They use some of those neurolinguistic stuff, like Patriot like Act. Saying, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, now, now we're in a post 9/11 false narrative world where the global oligarchs' ideologies, whether they're actually a global oligarch or not, the 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 people in authority, the alphas that have sought out positions of power have taken those positions of power to to have and exercise what they think is their authority and they 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 have made the american population their enemy so now policing for profit is actually become 
a thing. Hey, it's them thing. So what? I I see where you're coming at, and I just what is that? this post nine eleven stuff? Is this um now we were uh, we were caught off guard? We were not expecting that to go to happen. Of course, horrible moment in our history, but. Now are people so scared they're giving up some of their rights to feel more protected? Is that what that is? Is this uh? That's how it happens. That's in our forefathers. Is it just fear based? Is it... Gives up their their liberties for safety. Uh, neither gets liberty or safety, nor deserves either. Okay, and you're and just because some of them forfeit theirs, you don't believe that that's you're giving some people the mentality that they can now infringe on your rights, and in doing so that totally goes against what how you continue to feel you're not scared you do feel like you can exercise your rights and some of these people you meet along the way want to infringe on them and tell you what to do because maybe their experiences with people that want them to do that right they want to be controlled or they want to be helped you know what i'm saying yeah i've had i've had police before tell me tell me to do something that's that's an unlawful command and you know back before i really knew what was going on and i'm like something felt weird about that because you know, I like, mean, like, you're asking yourself, like, can he do, that? do can something he that's not that? right? Yeah. Can he ask me to do that? And OK, so I've seen some arguments on online and actually in your comment section down there saying you go in and these ladies ask you to leave or not to record and stuff like that. They're in Arizona. Right. And I'm not sure who those ladies are. By no means. I have I have hardly any connection to the stories, which is why I feel comfortable covering it. I'm not very familiar with the police in the, in the town anymore I, I don't know right so i don't have any ties i'm not i'm not andrew morgan side i'm not ozona texas side i'm just here trying to understand what happened and why people give them a clearer path on what actually was going down what actually happened and that you weren't just going in there trying to start trouble because i didn't it didn't seem like that that was your intention right nope but my intention is to go in and have nice conversations with nice people that are serving the public the way that it should be and my constitutionally protected activity to record whatever I can see from public to be honored. That was my intention. Of course, I know, I'll be honest, I know that there's a lot of, of false narrative that's it's, it's prevalent in our country. And that's one of the reasons that we do what we do is to normalize recording. Why do we want to normalize recording a constitutionally protected activity? Because criminals with badges and guns are doing egregious things and they don't want to be recorded doing it. Right. There's, yeah, so there's a lot of people thought that you were that you caught our police force with their pants down, right? They didn't know what how to react. They were maybe reacted wrongly. I mean, I don't, I don't, like I said, I didn't get to catch all of it. Right. But a lot of people in the town liked that part of it, right. That they didn't know what the hell was going on, that you, you were giving them, I mean, you're giving them the business, right. That they had no idea where it was going and they didn't mm -hmm. know what they could or couldn't ask you. And they, and you know, you were met with just some blank stares and orders, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, there's a typicality there. There's, is that a word, typicality? There's, oh, to there's, me it is. You can you make know, any word on here. I'm sure I'll make a few a up on the way. There's a typical that I noticed, you know, their, their, their actions were, you know, in some places typical where we get, you know, other, you know, more constitutionally leaning uh, responses. There's nothing wrong with a public servant 
calling law enforcement and saying, Hey, these two guys in here are filming. They're just filming. They're not, they're not being, you know, vulgar or anything. They're just filming. I've never seen it before. It, 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 you know, because I haven't seen it before naturally, that's, that's not common to right, me. Because so I, I, that's where maybe I, see, I call just that's in where case. I see them coming from that and nothing wrong with that. Right. And, uh, nothing if anything, have y'all ever had that maybe happen? Maybe that is a tip. Like you said, it's a typical response. And then the police show up and maybe give you a, instead of approaching you the way that you were approached in Ozona, maybe giving you a tour of the, the facilities, maybe like helping, helping everybody be at ease by, by being there. Absolutely. Yes. We've had that. I've had, you know, I've had a, a full, full, uh, spectrum <laughs> of, yeah. of the way it should be all the way to, to the, uh, totally egregious. To the strong and, uh, you out of other the auditors have actually been uh, physically harmed and, and falsely imprisoned. Like I almost got in prison, kidnapped that day. I, I was, I came so close to being kidnapped that it, that it wasn't even funny. And I've been accused of trying to, you know, uh, stir up a situation so that I would be hurt and falsely imprisoned in order to have a lawsuit. Well, if that's what I wanted to do, I wouldn't have been so vehement about uh, them not arresting me and to leave me alone. Don't touch me. Get back. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I had other appointments. I didn't I didn't want to be arrested. I don't ever want to be arrested. If somebody does falsely imprison me, then 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 our taxes are going to definitely uh, you know, um, um, there's going to be recompense. You know, my, my family is going to be restored from the harm, you know, that's done to us. If I'm wrongly in prisons, especially if, if my body is hurt in any way, even, even if it's just, you know, rough pink marks of handcuffs on my arm, that's, that's worth $50,000. I got you. Because, because of the nature of what we're doing here, I want, my great granddaughter that has never hasn't been born yet to walk on a on a constitutionally republic United States American soil without having to worry about looking over her shoulder if somebody with a badge and gun is going to wrap her up in some illegality with her not doing anything wrong. I see. So I see your. I mean, you have other motives, obviously. So that's that's good, right? You don't. You're trying to make it better for when she's actually here on walking on this. I'm willing to die doing what I'm doing. Or I wouldn't be doing it. Yes, sir. It's very hazardous for me to do what I'm doing. It's a very admirable stand right there, and I like it. Um, like I said, Andrew, I didn't come on here thinking you were a. a I just am, that's my nature. I don't think anybody's naturally like naturally a bad person. I didn't think. I did think maybe at some point in the video, you you become human, right? You get lost in this m emotional back and forth, and maybe there was things that could be handled differently. But same same goes on the other side of it all, right? I mean, this is, I'm growing up in Ozona where they call it Crooked County, not Crockett County. And I mean, there's, there's definitely a divide on the way people feel about the police department in Ozona, the way things are handled, stuff like that. And I, I just wanted to, to touch base with you. And I, I just, for some reason, had a feeling that I know you may have sounded bad in the video on some, uh, to some people in some parts, but I think your overall intentions were good for the, for the county itself. Right. Yeah. And I think, I, how does that, where is Ozona on your list? Were y'all just driving through? Were y'all like, we're just, just going to here? And you were just like, this seems like a, a good spot to just kind of see what, see what happens or see how, they're, how they're performing. Just driving through, going to California. And it was, it was time for a bathroom break and a fuel break.
and it's like, okay, well, this is where we this is where we do an audit. That's okay. what we set out in the beginning. We don't know where we're going to audit, what we're going to do, but you know, wherever it is, it's going to be where we're already getting fuel and using the bathroom. That way, we're not making you know. We needed to get Excellent to California. Stop. We had appointments. Okay, and that and that's just I I bring that point out because I had our speaking of you know matrix and stuff i had conspiracies already going on in people's head that you were like a hired gun of some sort to come in and make the because there is an election running right now make certain mm -hmm. people look bad to, to shine a light on some stuff that maybe most people don't really understand like no i don't think the majority of people would understand these audits or why they're done or what they're needed or what and me included i don't know all my rights that's uh on that note i'm going to be very clear Yes, sir. I am available if if anybody has any leads and wants to fund my trip. Now that's not hiring me, okay? okay. Because I come away needing money, all right? right? But if they want to fund my trip to go and expose some tyranny in an area, I'm on it. That's already happened. In this case, okay, uh, I had a friend that needed to move to California. He made the way available. He, 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 he had anxiety. He couldn't drive on the freeway, so he asked me to drive the U-Haul to move back to his mom's in California. And I said, yes. And he said, okay, now that we're going to do that, bring one of your auditing friends, because he knew that I had a, a passion for getting my channel up and running and, and, and getting going. And he said, bring one of your auditing friends, and we can audit on the way. And then whenever you're there, you can use my car and go down to Bakersfield and audit with the largest uh, activist, civil rights activist in California, which but which I did. Nice. Awesome. Now, I'm assuming and that was so, a few days after the Arizona situation. Yes. A day or two. Yeah. Got you. So, OK, so I I got that out there. I'll be I'll be sure to include that when I when I put this out, you know, that you are available for things like that to be funded to help help people in in the end of it right this is what you're here for you're trying to help these towns these people and man to be honest i'm sure there was a bunch of people that wanted me to come on here and find find you out to be a bad guy with bad intentions but i just just don't see it i i honestly just don't see it and i i don't you know i think you're a guy that's passionate about what he does i think you are very responsible in the way you handled it or that, because I'm sure you've been through, like you said, you've had experiences of all kinds. So I'm sure you've had some very horrible experiences, and you probably don't hold that too close because you gotta, you have to, you have to have hope that each town is gonna be a good, a good audit, a good one. You're gonna find the good things about it. You don't want to find the majority of Texas in the bad, right? That's correct. And on that note, I want to, I want to reveal this. You know, some of the people that have replied are just regular people. Forgive me. I call. I, I, I use the label sheeple, and that's not a derogatory term. Actually, it's it's what that means is is that normal people are in the normal false narrative matrix. There's nothing wrong with them. It's a it's a they have natural reactions and responses to adverse conditions. Okay, so these people. There's some of the people that that have replied negatively, you know, against what what my presence in Ozona are just those people. But there's another element. There's the element of people that are uh, uh, alpha people that have ingrained themselves in positions of power.
that exercise the freedoms afforded by that power and the coverage to do other things. So there's another thing that I do and that many connected to me do, and that is uh, collectively, along with our uh, federal government and our military, uh, the patriots, the real patriots in our military, we are stomping out child sex trafficking, pedophilia, uh, child pornography, and human trafficking, and the drug adrenochrome manufacturing, distributing, and consumption across the planet. Okay. So for anybody that's involved in human trafficking, whether it's across the southern border or whether it's across the northern border or whether it's via airplane to the airports or whether it's local uh, to, to, to you, I'm talking to whoever's involved in pedophilia out yes, there, sir. we're not only coming, we're already there. And many of us are there, and you don't realize we are who we are. And we are purchasing, we are posing to purchase sex with minors. We are posing to to purchase uh, adults, uh, both male and female. And and your your jig is up globally. The adrenochrome that's been around for thousands of years, along with the deep state, new world order global oligarchs, your day uh -huh. has come. It's over. It's done. So another thing that happens with these people that are that are talking negative, not yeah. necessarily specifically in Ozona. Just in general. But, now we're but in general, speaking in general. Are okay. involved in things that they can't allow the media, especially, especially independent media, get close to. Because whenever that happens, they, they tend to get exposed. So there's a lot of that going on. Well, too. that's probably why a lot of people out here fear that there are cameras and stuff out everywhere. Everyone is their own independent media source now with these Facebook, Instagram videos, stuff like that. You know, they have that power to put it out in the world. Yep. Without anybody's approval, right? Yep. So I think that's the so strong point I'm, of it whenever all. I'm auditing, whenever I'm auditing and I tell people this, I'm looking for good cops so that I can edify them. And I'm looking for good public servants so that I can edify them. And if you look through my videos, you'll see those. There's there's more than what you see Oh, yeah, there. I'm going to be sure to go. Okay. I mean, I need to go through, and but, I, I plan on having you on more than once, so I'm sure we'll be able to cover a lot of that in another time. But as I'm doing that, okay, yes, I also say this. There's good people that are good law enforcement officers doing bad things, and they don't even realize it. So as I'm doing this, I, I – uh, showcase those and then you have your tyrant okay so on the youtube channel i showcase those in ozona as far as i can tell there was some good people that are good officers doing ignorant bad things they're supposed to be law enforcement officers and they're not trained and don't know the law they're enforcing policies and feelings rather than law and whenever you bring up law they don't even know the law Okay, I got that. And then, and then you have your tyrant. So they got showcased, and yes, then sir. you have your tyrant. When a tyrant reveals him or herself to me, you can take this to the bank. I'm going to do everything in my power, and I will succeed. And there'll be other people helping me because we have lots of people involved across the nation in seeing this through. I will take and make sure that that tyrant's career ends 
right there. And they'll ne- they'll lose their job as a police officer, sheriff's deputy, sheriff, constable, you name it. City city uh, 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 mayor, uh, city administrator, whatever. And they'll never ever be able to go to work in the public space ever again. They're going to have to go to work at McDonald's. Yes, we sir. take here if it's a tyrant. We're going to take their. Do you see any follow up with uh, Ozona needed? Do you did people reach out to you about a follow up? Are there where where are you? Where do you sit with that? Or is that in the past for you now? And that's just one of the other audits that you felt you knocked yeah. out and. You've the the, the responses that I've had, okay, from the from the the negative responses I've had, it's hard to tell, you know, what that means. The metadata behind that, it's hard to tell. From the good responses I've had, um, I, I I see kind of maybe a smattering of what might be some sort of. Uh, um, profit maybe going on on the side. I mean, like this police chief, how, I mean, this, uh, this, uh, sheriff, how long has he been sheriff now? Uh, you know, over and over and over and over again. Well, yeah, I believe so. I don't know. For a I while. And the know. one prior to him, I know that cause that was probably in high school when Bob took over. So it's been a while. And I think Bob's yeah. a sheriff. I mean, I don't really, like I said, I don't keep up. Yeah. Now but, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have, there's nobody has given me any evidence that there's anything nefarious going on with though that office, for instance, like child or human trafficking. I, I don't have, there, there's been yeah, no, no I don't believe so, so yeah. far of that. So what I, my assessment is, is these are good, good people, you know, that are good deputies doing bad things out of ignorance and out of out of bad training i think okay? I, I think i can chalk it up to that too very strongly i could i think because i think i've known some of the officers that have been there throughout the years and they well intentioned i just maybe and I, maybe that's just everywhere right maybe more training is needed it's necessary they're not being provided that training so maybe we can only hold them accountable 80 percent, right but at some point you gotta if that's your calling right you, you probably should go searching for that for that uh well, information I'll say this, you know, the, I haven't, I haven't gone and done any, and, and I'm not going to go at this point and do any uh, um, freedom of information, uh, you know, information request. For instance, what were the phone calls? Who made the phone call? Who called the cop? Who called the sheriff? Uh, you know, what did they say? You know, whether there's any collusion or anything like that. I'm not going to do that. It's it's to that to this point. From what I see, it's benign. But what what I will tell you is is that on the YouTube video chats, I've had one veiled death threat and one pretty much straight out death threat. I was told on YouTube, uh, on that video, if I come back to Ozona, I'm going to find myself in the middle of the desert in a box. So my reply to that is this. I'm coming back. But this time, it's not a First Amendment audit. This time, it's a Second Amendment audit. And so whenever I come back, for the second amendment audit, there's going to be a whole lot more people with me okay. and, and, and we're coming exercising openly the second amendment. And let's pray to God that Ozona and Crockett County passes the second amendment audit because they failed the first one, the first amendment audit miserably. So do you think you're going to approach it a different way? Are you going to be able to consciously sit it's, back? It's, it's not- it's, you know, I mean, like, does does the IRS say, "Hey, I'm coming to audit no, your books no. this month"? No, no. I don't think you need to give them a heads up. I'm just saying, are you able to wipe away this first, this first interaction and give them a, "Hey, you failed that one like hell. Here's a yes. clean slate. There's yes. not. It's not. You're not going to come back thinking they mistreated me. We were so close to going down a very bad road, and now 
you know, F them, we're coming with it. We're coming with it, right? You're, yes, you're, with you're... one caveat. Okay. With one caveat. And that is they've already experienced a First Amendment audit and failed it. So whenever we show up again, you know, just just to save face, they may have a tendency, to, especially if they know we're coming sometime, but they don't know when. They, they you know, this we see this in common. There's bolos, be on the lookout for that happens. Like, for instance, uh, whenever I went into the Kansas City area. Yes, sir. And after I had made several stops at several different police departments and city city administration buildings all of a sudden when i started going to more they started getting nice when i walked in well the reason is, is because the whole area had gotten a bolo that said hey there's two guys out with cameras that are going to you know city buildings and police offices police department all lobbies and sheriff's department lobbies and courthouses uh filming they have a constitutionally protected right to do so so you know don't don't interact with them be nice smile you know, give them, you know, tend to their needs, whatever they need. Right. So it's no longer a surprise audit. So that caveat is in place. Okay. Okay. I see that. But, but we're coming back for a different audit. Okay. Now there will be some, there'll be some cameras there. First amendment, you know, press, there'll be some press there, but second amendment auditors are not me. That's a whole different set of people that, that, that I'm calling to go You're with me. You're just going to participate with them. I'm, I'm going to be the press. Okay. Okay. And that's what I do. That's my lot in life is to be a first amendment. Well, you know, that, that I press and I cover second amendment audits and fourth amendment audits and such. Okay. I understand that. So I just, I just wanted to clear it up. I don't want it to be like a declaration of war. Like we're coming back. You know, I don't want no, that. I don't want that. I don't want peace. This peace, is the right. United States of America. Right. And, I want them to see that you we are. The people have a right to bear arms. And so we're going to exercise that right. To do and so. And we're going to do it peacefully. And it's going to be a peaceful thing between everybody concerned. If, you know, anybody in the area that wants to bring their arms out and, and, and practice their Second Amendment right along beside us, let's I, do it. And I, Yeah. And I think and, you're going to catch a lot more people. Um, definitely on board with that i think that's something that you can uh like you said go on go ahead and come out with you um give them your facebook and stuff again so maybe if they do want to do that they can reach out to you and they can arrange that when y'all do plan on coming back political trance tribune it's uh, on facebook it's called political trance.com that's the url that takes you straight to if you go to political trance.com it takes you straight to my youtube channel but on facebook the facebook page is political trance.com facebook page okay well i think that's good i think uh more power to you andrew i'm never here to shut anybody down on their passions or whatever they want i think it's just when it gets close to home like that i worry and i just don't want things to get twisted out of line i know you're doing your best you're doing it right I'm assuming that the police are also doing their best and doing it right. And some of the town, just when they see outsiders like that in general, just passing through town, like, hey, do you see this weird looking car? You know, when they see a guy out there recording, walking into the, the government buildings and stuff, they, they tend to have a quick heated reaction instead of sitting back and understanding what your full intentions mm -hmm. are. And I think that's what yep. I, I wanted to utilize this time for that. And like I said, I'm not on your side, their side, any side. I just wanted come out here have a good clean conversation which i think we had i think this is very informative and i'm uh you know i'm glad we had the chance to talk you bet and i would say to the to the to the people the good people of ozona and crockett county texas you know god loves you so do i and uh you know we're we're at the brink of remaking the united states of america 
each individual has blood-bought, constitutionally protected rights. None of us really know what they are. Let's learn them together. Yes, sir. I think that's a good message to go out on, Andrew. I appreciate all your time. You know, we'll be on the lookout, especially um, you are coming back to Arizona Tech, so we will definitely have to touch base. Hopefully all things, you know, Godspeed with y'all on everybody on that. Hopefully it all goes well. We will, I, like I told you earlier, I mean, I plan on, if I ever have any questions, I feel now I know where to go, right? If I have someone to fall back on or lean into that. And I hope to have you on again sometime. Absolutely. All right, Andrew. Well, that's good, man. God bless. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Bye for now. Bye. And there you have it, guys. Great interview, I think. Um, I didn't speak as much as I normally do. I did want to listen on this one. This is more for y'all to get. This is an informative one. You know, um, I didn't know much about the guy. I'm sure none of, none of y'all do. He's um from the Political Tribune Facebook group. He's starting that. That's his own. This is Alex Morgan. He's been, um. people from Ozona have reached out through direct message to him. I was speaking to him on the phone. Um, You know, some good, some um, encouraging him to flex his uh, rights as a U.S. citizen. Others, death threats. Others telling him to fuck off. And I get it. I get both sides of it. I'm neither heads or tails for me, you know, um, you're going to feel how you want to feel. And I encourage you to, to do that. That's your right. I just wanted to give y'all more context because, uh, the more intelligent individuals would want that. You don't want just one side of a video or one moment in time or somebody posting on Facebook saying, fuck this guy. So you don't automatically think, yeah, fuck him or the opposite. Like this guy's such in the right that that's okay. This is okay. So you think it's okay. I just want people to get more context. I want people to read into things more, you know, not just take the first headline off a Facebook post and stuff. Ozona's filled with smart people, man. I think we could be making a lot better decisions. The town could be running a lot smoother, and I think it's headed in that direction as we get new um, leadership in the community when it comes to school board, commissioners, all kinds of things. I'm sure a lot more is going to come up in the in the near future. I think we're on the right track, guys. I just wanted to give you a little more information on it all. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Till next time, folks. Love y'all. So